Hey everybody, welcome to the uh, Adirondack Bucks and Beyond podcast. This is your host, Bailey Winch. Um, I just want to come on here and uh, say thank you for listening. And uh, if you guys would, go over and give us a follow on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Adirondack Bucks and Beyond. Enjoy. How's it going, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the Adirondack Bucks and Beyond Camp Series podcast. Uh, we're not coming from the uh, tent camp this weekend. We uh, pointed the wheels north, and uh, we're chasing snow. So we, we hunted on some snow today. Uh, wasn't wasn't too great of snow. No, and uh, not good at all. No, we're supposed to get another little snowstorm here tonight, and uh, head back out in the morning. Hopefully, a big snowstorm. Yes, That's hopefully, what we need. hopefully a much bigger snowstorm than the last. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so in this episode, I think we're going to uh, kind of go over some some recent hunts we had up in the mountains, um, and then kind of get into what we had going on today and what our plan is for tomorrow. So, yeah. Well, hopefully the plan is to knock one down. Yeah. Hopefully get on a it's get on a good trip. Uh, I guess Adam, you could uh, kind of tell how your day went. Uh, when was that? No, uh, last weekend there. Yeah, I took a nice walk. Um, wanted to go into some some territory I haven't been in. Brad, I know you've been in there quite a bit. Yep. Before he's, I'm sure you've wandered your way across that thing, but uh, got up on a nice high point, and uh, with the time of time of year it is, and what the bucks are doing, the uh, just seemed like a good day. To just go for a walk and get up, get up high, and see what happened. Uh, End up coming across a dandy spike horn. Uh, I let him walk. Shocker, I know. And you said, no, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, a couple does. Ended up seeing uh, three does that day as well. Two were with him and were running away from him. And one uh, when I was making my way back to camp. I can't believe there wasn't another buck, though. I know. Well, especially with all the sign in there, too. There's a fair bit of sign. A couple pretty fresh scrapes in there. And yep. It just just seemed seemed like I would have found a little bit more. Caught a real nice track. Headed back to camp too. Yeah, real nice that track. Was a nice track. Fit a uh, hot six shell right across it. So that's what we're after for sure. Sweet. Yep. And Very then cool. uh, Corey, Corey, Corey wasn't up with at camp with us, but. I decided went, to just stay home and sleep yeah, in my own bed. He didn't want to sleep on the cold ground. I took the camp. I took the easy way out. Yeah, he wanted to cut and then to make ma- <laughs> Then to make then to make matters worse, I slept in the next morning too. So yeah, I came out about mid morning and moseyed my way into the woods. Ended up hiking to the top of one of these mountains with uh, with the intention of, of working towards where Bailey was. And just as I was coming off the top of this mountain, I, I couldn't have been off the hiking trail more than 300 yards. I, I jumped a pretty decent buck. He was bedded right off a point, and uh, I came out into a little clearing. And as soon as I went to look to my right, I caught movement out of the, the corner of my left eye, and the buck jumped up. I tried swinging on him. I got a good enough look to know that he had a decent rack, but definitely looked like a smaller deer. And I kind of confirmed that. I went over and checked his bed, and it was definitely a, a smaller deer. I just kind of hunted my way around that the rest of that day and checked out some new territory as well. Other than that, there wasn't much going on for yeah, me. It was raining that day, wasn't it? 
Was it raining no, that day? No, that was, was before the rain. Was, oh, right before that, before the rain. It was beautiful that day. Bailey, will you? Oh yeah, it actually, actually, I uh, got warm out. Bailey, will you take my woolies off the mountain for me? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Bailey had to run an errand for me yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, Corey was being lazy. Uh, yeah. So that kind of, I'll just tell mine. Tyler, yeah. well, Tyler's not here. I'd like him to tell what happened to him when he was. Yeah. He kind of went in the same area where uh, Brad shot shot into his buck there uh, a little while back and was grunting his way back up there a little higher than brad went and uh actually heard a buck raking the leaves and never never saw it never found the scrape but he said it couldn't have been anything else it was pretty obvious sound um so i uh i headed to a to a spot where i i've been hunting quite a bit um up at camp and uh it is just loaded with sign i think i've said it in the youtube videos and the podcasts and stuff before but it's just loaded with sign on huge trees bunch of scrapes and i just have not seen any any deer up there and uh i haven't really been able to figure it out um but i, I was kind of determined i i want to i want to kill a buck up there so i headed back up in there and uh still hunted my way all the way up through there and uh ended up sitting on the very top of the mountain and uh i was honestly not really even into it <laughs> i was i was kind of just sit, zoning out and uh i sat in a spot originally i was in the shade and i was like i don't want to sit here because i'm freezing so i got in the sun which i wish i didn't do um Nap time. yeah and i was sitting there for probably about god i don't know half hour and um I thought I had bumped a doe going up into there, um, but I wasn't 100% sure. And then uh, as I'm sitting there, I started hearing some twigs break and stuff. And I was like, I don't know, it's probably just a squirrel. I didn't want to get my hopes up. And uh, not five minutes later, uh, it sounded like an explosion went off down below me. And there was just leaves raking everywhere and branches snapping. I was like, oh my God, it's, it's it might happen here. And... Um, all of a sudden, I look, and about 40 yards to my left, uh, I see a big doe uh, working her way directly towards me. Um, and right behind her, I couldn't see him, but I could just hear a buck just grunting his way all the way up the mountain behind her nonstop. Uh, so I knew there was a buck with her. She ended up working probably about, I don't know, 10, 15 yards in front of me, and I was just waiting for that buck to take her path right behind her and that'd be too easy yeah well that's what i wanted to get to i uh he ended up popping up just where she did about 30 40 yards and for a second i saw him through some real thick spruces um and all i saw was a giant body um never saw his rack i saw the tip of his nose coming through but nothing else um and what i had is i had some spruce some thick spruces behind me and um what a good big buck would do instead of chasing her around like a like a madman he uh from what the what it looked like was trying to crawl her back she into yeah he, it looks like he was trying to push her back in there to get her bedded down in there um so i never end up seeing him they end up disappearing for like 15 minutes and um i was like well i don't, I don't really know. i don't really want to creep up here because it's pretty noisy um, so I ended up hitting my grunt tube and wouldn't you know, she pops up 10 yards again, right by me. And 
she ended up looking back over her shoulder and the buck started chasing her again and they took off down the mountain and I never saw them again. Just saw, just saw their tracks going straight down the mountain. Um, but it was a close call and it definitely got the blood flowing. <laughs> blood pumping like never before. Oh yeah. I, that's the first, that's the first deer I've seen up there. And I mean, we found it. I almost said last podcast, from it almost you two weeks, as over two weeks. As you want in the farm country, but you still get more shaky every time you see one. Oh my god! At least I, I will. I didn't. I don't even yeah, have to see him when I when I just heard one walking up there. I was shaking uncontrollably. Yeah, yeah. it's an even, experience you really can't get anywhere else. Yeah. So. Well, you're doing the right thing. <clears throat> you just keep going back to the spot that the sign tells you to be. It's frustrating because. You weren't seeing deer, and then you do see a doe, and there's a buck there, and you don't get a look. Yeah, and you know he's right, right there. That's all you can do is just keep going back, and it's, uh, you know, eventually eventually he slips up, and you happen to be in the right spot. You yeah. Can't, you can't give up on a spot that has nope. decided to go potentially waste your time somewhere where there's, there's not a pocket. Oh, uh, I will 100%. That's where your persistence will pay off. I will 100% be back in that area next yeah. time we're... Uh, up at camp. Yeah, which just I keep going. You'll, you'll, you'll Hopefully, see uh, at some point here, there's some snow on the ground, kind of level the playing field with that whole situation. Too. Yeah, like I said, we're quite a bit, we're quite a bit north this weekend of camp because there's no snow there. So we're waiting, we're waiting for snow to hit there, and I think it's going to be game on. We're going to be getting into some good stuff once once snow hits up there. Just just because we've done so much bear ground hunting, we know kind of where the bucks are hanging out for the most part. We'll at least passing start, through, we'll have a, point, a good right. starting point. That's basically what bear ground hunting is, is prepping for when the yeah the, yeah. the playing field gets leveled and the snow hits, and now you know where to start looking for a track. Yep. Yeah, where to you invest your time. You'll be there. Yeah, you'll find them. And I'm, re- I'm, I'm re- sorry, not to cut you off. You I'm, I'm really excited to get back up in there because there's so much feed sign up in those pines there. Sure. That like parring around. In the, oh, my. In they the have it absolutely <laughs> ripped up. Up there, so I'm I'm really excited to That's see what exactly that looks like during the snow. Too. There's a ton of uh, super young sprouts for uh, ferns up in those softwoods for yeah. some reason. A ton sure. of them. You can see the browse lines right along the trail. Oh yeah, for sure. There. This time yep. of year, where the does are. Yeah. Yep, everything's so unpredictable right now. Oh yeah. Yep. yep. Pure luck at this point. Playing a game of cat and mouse. Yep. That's all there's. My mind is strictly on tracking right now. Yeah. Yep. You know, I got my I'm first. I'm just praying that we get the snow tonight that they're calling for, and I hope yeah. it sticks. Yeah, we need it because I was thinking about it today while we were just you know doing our thing today. Is we got four weekends left, basically in the northern zone. That's yeah. a four weeks total, which when you think about it's a long time. But when you factor in work and family obligations and you know schedule conflicts, it comes down to about four weekends, and that comes and goes pretty quickly. It, it dwindles very fast. You're yep. stand there, a whole bunch of tags in your hand. Yeah. So. No pressure or anything. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure. For, for no pressure. Man. We got plenty of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, uh, yeah, if we're playing go fish, I'm holding the whole hand. <laughs> so, at least a couple uh, of you guys discarded some. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm hoping we could fill some of those tags. Yeah, so Adam's headed out tomorrow. He, he's yep. headed back yeah. for an obligation, and then it's Bailey and Brad and I. Yep. And hopefully, we have at least one day tomorrow with snow. Possibly a second Tuesday, depending on what. What's it's been nice to see some see some new country. Yeah. It's been very it's, nice. Well, a lot different country. Yep. I mean, really, where we're at right now. I mean, it's no. I don't think it's a secret to talk about. We're in the old forage area. Mm-hmm. You know, doesn't really pinpoint much, but um, pretty western Adirondacks. So we drove through a lot of the Adirondacks to get here. So it's just nice to see the country and see what everything's looking like. The leaves are pretty much done up here for the most part. Yep, so, which is nice. Beaches. Yeah, I know the beach. <laughs> yeah. The beaches, boy. They'll they, hold on to it forever. Yeah, they <laughs> champ it out every year. 
But yeah, just uh, it's a lot more uh, gradual out where we are right now. Oh, it's not it's quite the the steep, treacherous country that we hunt back in camp. Not even close. Yeah. It doesn't feel right not hunting that steep, no. steep territory that we're yeah. used to. It seems like it's too easy. Yeah. It took me to like up, it up took me up like it took me like ten minutes to get up one of the mountains. Say, and I'm I'm hiking and I'm like, oh no, there's no way that's the top of the mountain. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that is the top yeah, of the top. mountain. Yeah, you don't kind of get that like apex peak that you yeah. get. No, no, not yeah. at all. And they're, they're, I feel like they're like much longer. Sure. I, I mean, just from what I went on today, the yeah. the tops are pretty yeah. pretty dang long. A lot more water. Too. Yes. A lot of water. A lot of, water. Yeah. A lot of beaver flows. Yeah, the, of... the beaver flows around here, I mean, we already talked about it earlier today, but the beaver flows around here really dictate how you travel around here because mm. um, this isn't something you just skirt around. I mean, some of these no. go I, for a quarter I gave up mile, on a track today because it's open. Right. I mean, I mean that one that you ran into today is all of two miles. I mean, that thing is enormous. There's yeah. no getting around that easily. No, no, there's not. I mean, there's there's paths that the deer are using out there, and they'll they'll swim it real quick. But even them, I mean, they're they're going around it. They're yeah, avoiding that. Definitely. There's no point. It's a. It feels like a wasteland. It looks like a wasteland. But it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't. I'm not saying it's not nice to look at. Cause it certainly is. But as far as deer hunting goes, it's not useful. No. No. Well, I'd much rather stay out of that stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Too many times last year we got dragged. Well, I was thinking about. <laughs> I was thinking the whole time is if you've ever listened to a Joe Donito podcast he talks about how he stays up on the hardwood ridges when he's yep. looking for a track and that's exactly why man just Every, listen to that i don't know if i've ever run into a beaver swamp that didn't cause me some sort of issue it's always an issue last year i got so turned around in a beaver swamp or it was more like a hemlock swamp but it, everything was so monotonous and the same size that if it wasn't for my onyx i was not getting out of there i kept doing i circled myself like three times on the snow getting lost in I, I do it you just it all looks the same the open hardwood sometimes it, looks, <laughs> <I can't, laughs> it all looks the same so you can't find your way out and it's not that you fight you you know like today i ran into water that could not be crossed so yep. yeah just stay away from you can shoot bucks in those those oh, those yeah. open beaver meadows but yeah. a lot of times they just cause more issues than they do help you in any way yeah yeah much much nicer to stay up high hopefully tomorrow we can get up high somewhere and have that consistent snow sure. stay out of all that a lot garbage. of trucks out today it's cool to see other guys getting out and yeah doing their lots of gunshots yeah. lots lots gun surprisingly enough very close gunshots yeah. too yeah yeah yep. I think this is a. I think sorry to cut you. I think this is a time of year where a lot of guys are getting. Uh, this is when a lot of guys use their vacation time and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's kind of rough, rough for most guys. They like to hunt the raw and vacations. Yeah, yeah. We're going into Thanksgiving, which is popular for a lot of people, and then um, some of it's going to clear out once the Southern Zone Rifle opens up. So yeah, we'll get kind of quiet up here for. I mean, a last year, post the opener of Southern Zone. I don't think we ran into hardly maybe four or five guys at different yeah. parking areas. Yeah, maybe yeah, just your diehards. Kind yeah. of that. after Thanksgiving, it's kind of just your diehards at that. Everybody else is back to work and back to family matters. Yeah, just yep. back to normal. Here yep. we are. We're still going at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how that's how quickly this happens, though. I mean, it seems like just yesterday we were shooting bows, getting ready for the season. Now we're I talking know. about four weekends out, and that's the you know, I know that's a wrap. So Spent all I don't mean to talk long. our season away, but it is. You have to be kind of realistic about it. If Let's not forget, we have Massachusetts. We do. That's we do. But it's one of those things that, like, if you're just not feeling it that day and you're talking yourself into going back to the truck, you probably shouldn't because no. we don't yeah. have a lot of time. No, you're on. completely right. I, that's like, I think we're all guilty of that at some oh, point. Yeah, oh, absolutely. yeah. I, I mean, I think this season especially I've been the worst about it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just can't. I don't know. When I'm ready to go home, I've been ready to go well, home. failure tends to... You know, yeah. Fail your yeah. To, to condense you, you should just stop doing what you're doing. It's easy to talk yourself out of it, but I honest, a lot of it is uh, I don't want to. When it gets warm out, I just yeah. ah, I just sure. hate being out there. But you know, that's when 
that's when people kill big bucks. Absolutely. It is when it's warm and people oh, go yeah. back to their trucks. So There's never ever been a day for any of us that you woke up that morning and said, I'm going to kill a buck today. No. Like, yeah. You don't get to predict when it happens. You no. I wish well, it's so sure. funny because you guys, I know you guys have always said that. It always happens when you least expect it, sure which is exactly what happened to me last weekend. I didn't expect it at all. I was literally sitting there playing on my phone, talking to you guys, <laughs> and I just heard that explosion out below me, and I was like, oh, they were right. Yeah. That's the beauty of it, though, you know, the unexpected surprise sure. of that nature. The amount of times I've sweeter. shot a deer or shot a turkey, and you just all over it, and you're like, well, that's just, that just happened. That just yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. I like Copeland. Right, right. <laughs> I, just, I didn't expect that, but that just happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty good deer density up here, though. I mean, we ran into it was, ran, it was deer here. Too hard to follow a track or even decipher what a track yeah. was. But I want to want to clarify too because we talked about it earlier. We are not hunting in and around Old Forge. Oh, yes. anybody that knows the Adirondacks knows that Old Forge has a pretty good resident deer population. <laughs> really, it's actually a pretty favorable yard for the deer up here. Yeah, we didn't uh, get to pay for this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are we are just staying in the Old Forge area. We are hunting. A ways away from it. Actually, uh, <laughs> we, we went downtown and got some wings and, and a beer, and there was actually deer standing on a sidewalk on the way home. So. Bailey, Bailey was like, oh, we got to go back there and hunt tomorrow. I'm like, no, Bailey, we're in town. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> that is just not true. Uh, no. All urban bus. Yeah. Hey, yeah. even even the mountain deer need a little company now and then. They yeah, like, they, get a they like long, to come like, down into town and see what's going on. We were just <laughs> talking about that because we keep finding all the dang sign right near the wall. At least I do. It seems like it never fails wherever we go. Adirondacks, you know, even at home here, all the sign is near the roads. Yeah. Yep. Today I'm walking out, getting done tracking because the snow was melting. Hadn't seen anything really most of the morning. A few scrapes, a few rubs here and there. Well, I get to the road and I found a pretty big cluster of scrapes and rubs. Boy, this is beautiful. Wow, it's a good size one. Sure. Next thing you know, I hear that. Whoa, there goes a car. Yeah. I was less than 200 yards from the road the entire time. I'm like, yep. it never fails. It's they know they're here. safe there because yeah. everyone wants to walk that, right by them and hike made, up the big mountains. That just made me think of something, too, because we're right at that weird point right now where bucks are transitioning from kind of being homebodies still to really seeking out does, depending on how he's feeling about himself. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but today's the 14th. I mean, they're probably cruising pretty hard. Yeah. But if we get tracking snow tomorrow and you're on a track and he doesn't rub and he doesn't scrape and you just seem to keep going and going, that that's a buck that's just, he's gone, uh, man. Yeah, he better not that should, yeah. yeah, I mean, not that you should give up on the track, but if he's not leaving any sign at all, that he's not out just checking his home territory. That dude's on a mission. He's on a mission. You better yeah, fucking yeah, start booking him real oh. quick. And good luck even if right. you're not booking Because if it's, if it's November 1st and you get an early snow, and you're seeing rubs and seeing scrapes, you better freaking lace your roots up. I guess that's actually a bad term. You better turn it down. Mm-hmm. I guess my yeah. point being is get ready because it's going to happen. Yep. That buck is going to be yeah. he's catchable. very catchable. Yep. Yeah, he's catchable, and you're going to shoot him. But yeah, it's so funny. It'll be interesting to see if we get to know what, it, what the tracks look like. It's so funny. I'm still trying to figure it all out right now. Like today, I was just kind of figuring it out as I, as I went there. I don't know. That's all you can do. Like, you know, I, work. I don't know. I was trying to figure out when to go slow, when to speed up, but it, I mean, it didn't really. It was too tough. To it, it didn't really matter, anyways, yeah. because I lose, I lose, I lose the track every I think time. At I, this point, I mean, I, just my guess, but I'd say our best bet is to find a buck with a doe, and hopefully that doe keeps him at bay to where he's not running all of his. Mm-hmm. That was that was my plan for today when I came across that track, and you could tell he was he was working his way up at an angle up the hill, trying to. I don't know, he was just on a mission. And then he all of a sudden he made a hard left turn. He bombed off the side of the hill. 
and he ended up coming into a dough. And uh, I kind of got interested in that a little bit. And again, it was hard to tell, but I have a good feeling it was a buck track. And uh, when he came across that dough, I instantly, I got pretty excited about that because I'm like, man, maybe he laid down with her. Yep. Yeah, do, you know, think he, do you think he saw her or do you think he smelled her? I think he her? smelled her and yeah. then he went, that's what pulled him yeah. straight down the hill and sure. then he came into her. Sure. And, uh, yeah, then they went into that beaver swamp. That, but that's what's fun about tracking, man, is that yeah. you get to you get to learn that. If he just makes a weird turn and then a hundred yards later, so weird he's, because he was on this he's with a doe, he, he didn't see this, her, he smelled her. He was on this consistent, It wasn't. he wasn't going hard up the hill, he was just making his way yep. across, across the lay of the land and then all of a sudden he just veered hard left down down the hill sure huh even for even for the short time we had a dusting this morning we lost snow by 11 o'clock oh yeah i was melting off but even the short time that i spent on the the one track that i came across that was worth following before you know snow melted and lost it but he took me through three rubs in just that short 300 yard period so rubs um, from today i think we talked previous rubs um they're from this year no from this year from this year just from this year but just a buck quarter i talked about it when we talked about my buck and um how deer you know bucks when you're tracking them take you through buck corridors i I forgot to mention this to you guys i i had hiked up a mountain that i had pins dropped from last year when we hunted up here and i'd actually marked two beds off this one point because there's two separate deer i assume does bedded together sure I went back to that exact pen today, and yeah. within five yards there was a bed right next yeah. to that bed. Oh, like, shit. It's yeah. kind of it's kind of weird. Like I, mean, I understand that not all deer bed in the same spots sure. up here, but it's kind of cool that they're still using the same areas. Yeah. And maybe that is a spot you go back and check year yeah. in year out. You have to imagine yeah. if they don't get pestered there, why wouldn't they go yeah. back? Yeah. yeah, obviously what they're doing is working for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we we've talked a lot about um, that you can't pattern. I mean, everybody knows you can't pattern big leads no. deer. I mean, they no. just do what they want all the time. They eat where they want, sleep where they want. But to an extent, they do have a home range. It's just much larger than a yeah, far country deer. Say, they definitely probably have their core, sure. kind of core area, whether sure. that be a mountain, yeah, sure. like one even, mountain even in general. If, or... Even if that's uh, if that's the offspring of a doe that taught them, that's a good place to bed. Maybe right. that's her does, you know, from, from right. years past, and they, they yeah. still like Very to use that area. Yeah, could sure. be. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Absolutely. Interesting, though, a year later. Yeah, I just thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I happened cool. to be, I'm like, geez, I better go check that. I'm right here. Right. I, I scooted up the mountain, sure enough. Bed. Sure. Right there, right yeah. off the corner of a point, about a third of the way down from the top. Yeah. I mean, just a classic bedding spot. Yep. bedding spot. I think I came across two beds today. One was definitely, I think, but the one I showed you, mm. it was about, about the size of my gun. Sure. Yep, so I'm assuming that you was You saw some moose sign, right? Yep, came across some moose, moose tracks. I looked at them, I'm like, that's the biggest buck track I've ever seen. <laughs> 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 no, I ended up being a moose track and found some moose poop and... I wasn't sure if it was beds or not, or if it was, I, I couldn't tell, but, yep, definitely came across some moose stuff today. Well, we'll wear our PJs inside out tonight and pray for snow. <laughs> <laughs> drop an, drop an ice cube in the up. toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to have family prayer here and just yeah. pray for that four inches. Sure. Yeah, I don't think, I don't know. You're not going back to the same, or you are going back to the same area. No, I'm not. I don't, I do not plan on going back to the same area. I preferably would like to go back to another area. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was hard, like we said, it's hard to tell, but from all the tracks I saw, none of them looked to be too big. We didn't have the greatest snow, but they all looked pretty, pretty small. You, you, you boys get in some elevation in the morning, you'll be... Yeah, I think our plan for the morning is to get way off the beaten path. I mean, unfortunately, we're going to lose a little bit of time probably hiking back into where 
I have in mind that I want to hunt anyway. Yeah. Um, but I think it's worth that little bit of loss of time to get back in there to get higher and sure. into where I know there's some good bucks. Yeah. Yeah, you'll never go wrong by getting high. Mm-mm. No. No, oh, you always end up finding stuff up, up top, up towards the top. Yeah, absolutely. For yeah, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, I. Every time that we've ever been tracking and gotten up into some elevation, that you're really going to thin out on the deer tracks because you're not in the open hardwoods where all the traffic is, which right. is really just. Well, yeah, it's just old traffic, anyways. It yeah, it's more probably confusing than anything if you get a deer that comes into a barnyard or whatever. But if you get a track that's up on a mountain by itself you pretty much got that deer to yourself for the most part yeah yeah especially if he's going up the mountain you yeah. are freaking in it buddy yeah see that's hope, that's the interesting down a yeah. decent spot the yeah. interesting yeah. thing is the majority of the tracks i found today were coming down off the mountain yeah. i did notice that I today too yep. the, the few sets of tracks i followed with presumably a lot of them were does yeah um they all were going downhill. Going downhill. They're fresh yeah, downhill. Sure. It wasn't like oh yeah the, the actually, ones i got on were real real fresh i would like to know what joe has to say about Obviously, he has um, kind of a recipe, so to speak, about on the highway, gets off in development, has something to eat in the kitchen, yada, yada, you know, yep. slow it down because he's going to be in bed or whatever. Right. I'd like to know what his thought is on a buck that's going up the mountain. Now, if, even if he's not feeding, does he feel like when a buck is headed up the mountain that when you're starting to get to the peak, you better slow down because he's probably up there? Or, or does he... Without any other indicators. Right, without, without feeding, without anything. Maybe he's just going to go up and lay down right that's a great question yeah right? and, I, and I if i had to guess especially this time of year well i was gonna say if i you took the words of it he's probably gonna say that it's very situationally based which it, I, I understand that yep. um i'm just curious because because it's not always just about the feed not every track is a buck mm-hmm. that feeds sometimes he lays right down on his track it'd be or, nice if it were it'd be simple a little bit simpler right for us. yeah yeah absolutely just just be curious on that seems like it seems like if he's going high he's going to bed i don't really know why a buck would go all the way up you know, the steepest mountain you can find just to go back down the other side. It's certainly not the path of least it's, oh, it's exactly what I It's like not really an efficient use of no. your energy or movement. No. That Not that you say the path path of least resistance. It's so funny that those tracks, like, not just seeing, like, what you guys have talked about, um, just seeing, like, how deer move through stuff when you follow their tracks and how they always take, like, if I were just to be walking, I feel like I would take that route. Yep. That they yeah. took. Like, if I was walking on that They don't line, always, like, man. Sometimes they walk through really weird spots. You're like, hey, why did you walk today that walking on the edge of a rock? So it was like a rock shelf. went down, like, at a 90-degree angle. There was yep. another rock shelf. And he was walking on the lower rock shelf for, like, 100 yards. Interesting. And it was only... And I, I just... I know it's a poor description, but it was literally yeah. only like a foot wide. I yeah. could hardly even see his track. I'm like, why would a deer walk here? Right. Or when there's like there's like a clear path one way or the other, and they walk like directly through two spruces. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah. like, why did you, <laughs> why did you do that? Like, yeah. why did you go jump over this blowdown when you could just snuck around? No, that's what it really comes down to. I'm like, now I have to walk. Yeah, then you get the snow down the back here. Oh my god, I got that a couple times. Got that figured out. Gotta get yourself a what felt. Yeah, that I'm a big proponent of. Uh, I wear a Cabela's felt hat. Yeah. And when it comes to snow and even rain, that that just keeps the snow off your neck. It keeps the snow off your really. Head. And yeah, super. Oh, I love that hat. Well, you, I love like, you're showing me earlier. Cool too, yeah. man. You were showing me earlier. You had the buildup of the moisture all around the outside of the brim, and then you flip it over, and you're completely, completely dry. You have nothing going down yeah. your neck. Huh. No, I love that hat, especially when it's snowing out. When mm-hmm. you're when you're on a track in the snow, man, it'll keep the snow right off you. You take your hat right off and freaking dump the snow right off. It. Really, there is yeah. nothing worse though when you don't have something like that, and you're going through all those little spruces. Oh, every little yeah. bit of snow is going. 
going down. You're yeah, like, oh, it or, is the worst. Or today when it all started melting and it was just yep. everywhere you go, it was just dripping yeah. on the back of your sure neck. I sure was glad I had that, a pressure cap to Yeah, that hat really yeah, pays dividends yeah. too. If you have like woolies that have like a big high neck and you kind of like pop the collar out of it. That's what I do on mine. Because <laughs> it tucks yeah. up underneath your hat. So yep. you're basically completely protected your neck. And it kind of sounds silly, but... It's not when you're out walking, man, and you're yeah. not feeling that so snow. It's, it's not distracting. It I brought is a distracting neck gate, a turkey while. hunting neck gate or face mask. Sure, that's all it takes. Brad, to Brad, uh, Brad pops his collar on his on his woolies, and it brings him back 2002. And his polo t-shirt, cargo shorts. <laughs> I went through a lot of stupid clothing trends, but I don't know if I ever really got into popping my no. collar. <laughs> no, no, you, know, you weren't the guy to put you know a pound of cologne on and have a big chain swinging. No. Me at one point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we all went through that at one point. Yeah, I think there's a misconception too that deer need like this unbelievably like beautiful path to walk on. They don't, man. No, they need a goat path on the side of the mountain. That's yeah. why I need. They have four. They have four hooves. They are very stable on their feet. Far They're more stable so than we are when we walk. So yeah. strong, so yeah. athletic. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. as long as they can plant all four of those feet and not be tipped too far one way or the other, they'll walk the whole side of a mountain and in and an area really you never tracking that I mean you see deer lunge and run all the time. But when you see a deer running track of yeah. a deer that's lunging down a hardwood yeah. ridge, big see how just, far yeah. they jump is amazing. Yep. Well, Absolutely amazing. Stuff that you're you're picking your way down trying not to fall so that you don't start into a snowball and, and tumble. Sprint. And they are bounding down the side of a mountain that's at an angle that you will literally slip and fall down if you oh, don't yeah. take it easy. Oh, yeah. They skid and they just jump higher the next I, time. I've told you this before, but it's, it's interesting to say it out loud, but I had an older gentleman who did some work on my rifle. He shot a lot of nice bucks over the years, and he's a very uh, experienced Adirondack hunter. He talks about how whitetails are built so that their front shoulder blades basically slide backwards to absorb impact. Um, and if you really look at a deer's belt, that's exactly what they're for. They're just yeah. one big, huge... It's almost like, like a shock system. Suspension system. Yeah, suspension. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're built to go up one way, and they're built to go down just as fast. Yeah. So, yep. it's, you know, pretty wild. We hunted with my father the other day. We jumped an ice block, and... Uh, hey, I think, tell him about the whack-a-mole. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, y'all can DM us for that one. <laughs> but we jumped this nice block. He was bedded down with a doe. We just finished up a drive, and uh, we ended up coming back off the mountain, and we ended up uh, we ended up. Um, my dad was, as the Elmer say, was just flip flopping his way down the, down the trail, and not paying attention. And uh, I was done, done for the day. Done for the day. He yeah. de- he declared multiple times that he was done. It was pouring rain. He was. He'd had yeah, it's not over until no, somebody no. declares. He, he was this done. day sucks. Tommy T would be the one to declare that. He was done. And, uh, so he's he's making his way out, and he had, we ended up jumping this buck, and and uh, how that deer made it. I was just getting ready to say that there's a bunch of blowdowns and. And it's hellacious to get through this this area. And Good little, word. Little beaver pond in there. <laughs> That's a great. It word. is. It was. It's brutal going through there. Just even just walking through there, it's horrible. And then the fact that the water's so damn high. And uh, if we jump this buck, and how this animal made it as far as he did, as fast as he did, it's just absolutely mind boggling. Oh, I wonder yeah. why we can never catch. That's him. why we hunt with pumps and semis. <laughs> 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 They're so damn fast.
speed versus speed. Yeah. yeah. I just took a just took a look out the window and it's just starting to spit some snow out there. Oh, thank gosh. Yep. So hopefully we get that that up. Adam, you were making me think if I'm pretty sure if you don't leave a day of hunting, especially up here, and just I'm not going to say the word. I guess I won't. I'll try not to swear. This is a family podcast. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. You're not contesting the day. He's going to have to edit the name of the spot out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, like, I wasn't even thinking day. about that when I said it. <laughs> if you're not detesting the day, you, then you didn't hunt hard. Oh, enough. yeah. If no. the day sucked, then it's probably because you went through like the, the steepest, thickest, oh, nastiest. Yes. If you just went for a walk you and you had yourself your a grand old time, yeah. you were never yeah. in the game. Man. If you if you don't come back to the truck right. completely parched, you want to cut your legs off, you can't wait to get a bag of chips on the ride, yeah. home, like you did it right, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, I got Corey on the radio today, and I'm like... What, what oh, you got Corey on the radio? That's weird. I never get Corey on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> wait, <laughs> I have a radio? <laughs> That's usually because he Do drops them off the cliff. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I, can't, uh-huh. I can't say anything today. Corey is I'm notorious sorry. for breaking and losing. Yeah. I've talked to I've talked to myself a ton on that radio yeah. this year. I talked to myself a ton. For all of our sponsors out there, don't send me any gear. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna break it or lose it. <laughs> yeah, if you want a durability test, send it your way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Corey will put it There's the nothing ring. that will... Just make sure it's low quality, low price. <laughs> How's that spud bar coming along? Good. Good. We, we joke, uh, Bailey wears the latest and greatest first light, and with, yeah. my, with my outfits I throw together, I decided to... It's basically name my a yard sale outfit. It's a yard sale outfit, but it's last light. Bailey wears first light, I wear last light. <laughs> <laughs> But it works. Yeah, yeah. Check it out at your local Dollar General. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out at your yeah your local tractor shop. Well, you, got those, you got those pants at Tractor Supply. Yeah, like three I years do. I have mix and match garage sale stuff. I do have top of the line Tractor Supply hunting pants. <laughs> but they they last a long time. They are honestly like some of the most rugged hunting pants I've ever owned. And they're not hunting pants. They're carpenter pants, sure. I believe. But they're like they're semi, hunting pants if you want them to be. They're gray, and that's all I need. You can't kill know. deer if you ain't in camo. <laughs> so they said. Well, my girlfriend says otherwise. So. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I love when people say that about, about the whole camo thing. What's Adam? The great ghost. Oh, I'm the great. Yeah, the great ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're well, we're enjoying ourselves. Yeah, yeah. we're having fun. And first, hopefully, first week at not a camp. But yes. Put it put together as a group. Yep. yep. Just missing Ty. A little bit more. Yep. I, we never, you didn't get to experience it because we've been in camp. This is the first time we've hunted up north with Bailey and yeah. not in camp in, a, in a, a tracking sense, I guess, where we're chasing the snow. Yeah. And this is a little bit nicer than sometimes. Than remote camp. When, yeah, when you're sitting in the camp, as much fun as we're having, it's nice to have, like, lights that turn on. <laughs> and a nice pellet. He sure yeah. nice he and clean pellet air. Stuff, right. <laughs> yeah, you're not breathing in uh, yeah, yeah, carbon Brad, dioxide or carbon monoxide. Usually time. we all sleep through it, but Brad isn't a big uh, proponent of all the smoke that gets filled up in the tent. <laughs> so much so that I sleep with my nose against the outside screen of the tent. All night, <laughs> so I can breathe fresh oxygen. He's like a, he's like a, a scuba diver with a snorkel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if I could, yeah, if I could figure out a way to fish a snorkel out the side of the tent, I'm pretty sure Sure, I would do it at this point. We have to get him an SCBA from the local <laughs> fire department. Well, half the guys who sleep would need a freaking CPAP. In <laughs> Tyler sounds like it sounds like a couple. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a yeah. Wilbur lives in the. <laughs> 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 
It sounds like a freaking 95 Cummins diesel trying to start up every night. I wonder why we haven't killed any The gold plug's cold. But it is nice to switch it up. We can actually have beer. We're yes. civilized. We can have yeah. a cold beer and then talk about the day. We don't really, we don't really bring beer up to camp because it's no. we try to cut weight. Too much weight. Yeah. Yeah. When you got a nearly three mile walk in, you try to keep it pretty light. Yeah. Oh, so. oh it gets heavy. It gets real heavy real yeah. quick. You, you know what I was thinking of today though is uh, last time we came out of camp, my legs were not sore. So I must be coming around a little bit as far as like mountain shape goes. Yep. Yeah. If anytime you go for a hike. Uh, we joke all the time. Every time you go for a hike, like early season, get back to the truck. You're feeling okay. Once the drive's over, and everybody right. gets out, and everybody goes, oh. oh. As we step out, you're yep. so sore. You, you guys know. remember I when I, I went up with you guys the very first time. Wait, yeah. you guys went tongue. You guys remember when I went with you guys the very first time, and I didn't right. eat anything before oh, I went. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, my. We got about... I don't know. That quarter, was exceptionally brutal. But even on just a trail walking in, we got about a quarter of the way up, and I was like, oh my, am I really yeah, going to hop here this off. year? Don't worry, buddy. Just another 200 yards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, also one of Corey's great sayings. Oh, yeah, my choking. Yeah, it's just another 200 yards. Plus strategy, I think guys, he meant to say just another two hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my If God. I keep it short and I tell him it's short, they'll stay with me. <laughs> Corey will tell you that there's about six different tops. Oh, we're almost to the top. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more top. It's all what you make of it. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's why we're good, we're good hunting buddies. Because it, if it was any good other place, and I'd probably be like, you know what, dude? I think you're all stopped. I'm gonna have to <laughs> But for you, he'd send me back. Yeah, but for you, I'll do it for you, buddy. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> oh god, that is too good. Yeah. So yeah. So no, I think hopefully after tomorrow we'll have. A little more, more to talk about. Yeah, we yeah. don't have too much to talk about tonight. We'll keep it short, but um, just cutting up tonight. Yeah, just kind of talking it over and smoking, joking, and jaw jacking. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we're doing. That's most of deer camp. Yeah. So hopefully we'll have uh, we'll have another podcast out here soon about a uh, big Adirondack buck that hits the ground in the snow. We'll I see. Hope. Yeah, hope so. I'm heading to the greens in the af- in the afternoon tomorrow. Going over the Green Mountains. Oh. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Who knows? Oh, the, right. you never know. The uh, hunting trip continues. Yeah. Would you say earlier you're on day six? I've been since the 11th, today's right? Sunday. I've been going at it since Wednesday, Wednesday night. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's pretty yeah, so the trip, the northern tier trip continues. Going east though. There actually yeah. might be snow. There is. Oh well, yeah, I was gonna say there, there might be snow over there. There is. How much? I I heard two, but I'll believe yeah. it when I see it. I bet so it, if you were, were no, well, I mean, deeper into that property up to that super, super big mountain. Oh, that's where I'm going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, someone, that, someone was sent, not to interrupt, Brad, but someone sent me a picture today, and that, like, the entire top of the mountain was white. Like, I mean, white, white. Like, there was a lot of snow yeah. up there. Huh. Yeah. So. You know what a little pet peeve of mine is, and I just got thinking of it now that we talk about Vermont, is... If you listen to a lot of those guys talk, they'll talk about New England. And that's, you know, usually when it comes to New England tracking, you're talking about Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. Yeah. Why do we keep getting left out of that? I don't know. I know I, we're, I mean, maybe we're technically not doing that. I'm well, certainly no Ma- historian buff, but I'm going to assume we kind of are. I mean, we're one of the first to, to colonize in, in New York, New York. Right. I don't know. I don't but know why the that The Adirondack is. Mountains are one of the most prestigious and traditioned 
hunting, they're tracking area, yeah. right, that there is. And somehow we always get left out of that conversation. Yeah. How is that? I don't know. Does yeah, Mask get thrown yeah, into that? Mask is thrown into that, too, don't they? I think, I think you could throw Mask in, but they're really the big three for a lot. Because, honestly, Vermonters are some of the friggin' most diehard deer hunters there oh, is. Oh, they're hands. Like, per, per capita, oh, yeah. like, that state gets down with the whitetails. Oh, yeah. Everybody Especially hunts. in the snow. Yep. Um, but that's all they, yeah, that, I don't know about, I mean, Mask probably is in the New England, I mean, it is in the New England yeah, states, so but it doesn't really get talked about the same way because Mass really relatively is a small state. It is, yeah. With Outside big of the Berkshires, there's not much big business going on. Right? No, so. no. So maybe one day we'll work our way into that Vermont, yeah, New man. Hampshire main <laughs> conversation. We got to fill some tags in New York. Yeah, and yeah, we got to go there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I would love to. See oh, it. I would love, I'd love to see Seeing the deer all. that come out of New Hampshire and Maine in particular. Yep. Oh. Like, how about that one? For. How about that one that guy just shot up in Mass? That one he's been chasing for five years up that in the mountains. That was pretty wild. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. What do you call it? Uh, what, what do you, what was it? Or, uh, it was like electric. Or a centric. I don't know. Something. But yeah, it was pretty sweet. The yeah. story behind it was awesome. Maine, Maine is particularly interesting to me because even if, uh, like, we, my family has always for years gone to the coast of Maine. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like a lot of people, I don't think anybody in New York's not been pretty to much the coast everybody, of Maine at some point. Everybody right? goes to Old Orchard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. York for us. Um, even all the way at the southern coast of Maine, the tri- the the Maine um, cult, like northeastern culture, um, is so rich down there. It's moose everything. Yes, I everything. Mean, it's it's pine everything. Like uh, everywhere you walk in, it smells like pine. It smells like like spruce and balsam. Like it just smells amazing in those places. It makes you feel like it's, it's a all, very close knit. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere you go, even on the southern coast, yep. that the, the most northern tip of Maine has such great influence. Corey and I uh, were talking about Maine. Uh, I don't know, or maybe it was up at camp with everybody uh, about how we used to go there all the time as kids, and we didn't know any like we didn't know anything outside of the coast. Yeah, we didn't know yeah, anything sure, outside. Of sure, the, go to sure. go to the beach and, sure. and enjoy the beach there. But God, I wish we did. Yeah, and quite the opposite of Massachusetts, Maine is a monster state. Oh huge. yeah, it's, it's huge. It's huge. I mean, oh, you're man. driving to get hours to the and hours Maine, to get to the other end. Where it meets Nova Scotia would take us like 14, 15 hours. Right. It would I would love to go explore even if it wasn't deer season maybe even just go brook trout fishing up there uh, during we'll, the summer we'll make it up. just go explore up yeah, there we'll make it up those to, mountains to are main in time and luckily technology has really leveled the, the playing field on that to allow us to go up there and you know you can hunt with way more confidence because you i guess a lot of the um things you'd have to learn kind of can be taken out of play because yeah. you, you have it right there in your hand as far as not getting lost areas we'd like to haunt what's the road systems yep things like that so in time yep it's, it's great to get into a spot like that, but you've got to make sure you get out of it, too. Oh, for sure. Oh, I've heard plenty of stories. Uh, a couple couple older guys I used to work with, they've hunted up in Maine, and they've told me some stories about them getting turned around up there. Even, and even like, around here, I, there's sometimes that I'm trying to find my way to a specific location. I have to check my Onyx like freaking 10 I do times constantly. in a matter of an hour of trying to get there. And I'm like, how did guys ever do this? I think about that. Before. Just when I think I'm a good time. hunter, I, I, I remember, I can <laughs> yeah. knock myself down a few times remember that I live by my phone while I'm out yeah. in the woods. Yeah, exactly. I think it's I think it's easier to get turned around and stuff like we were hunting today than, than maybe back at the tent camp. Yeah. To be honest with you. Sure. It's yeah. just it's way yeah. it's a little bit more predictable. I found, yeah. it, I found it pretty pretty easy to get around up here. 
today. I didn't find it too bad. No. I, because it's so open up here, you know? Yeah. It's, you yeah. can see everything. Okay, I just yeah. walked from there. I can yeah. get back to there. Typically, you see it for 200 yards. Typically, the tops are hardwoods. The top top's green, but the tops yeah. are hardwoods, and the low country is the, the greenery. Yeah. You know, that's pretty much how it is. I think that's about it for tonight. I don't think we have much more. Um, so we'll end this like we always do. Uh, go over, give us a uh, like and follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Adirondack Bucks and Beyond. Hope you guys enjoyed that one, and hopefully get another one out to your, out to you guys here soon. And let's put a buck on the ground tomorrow. Let's do it. Yep. See you guys. See ya. See ya. See ya.